podcast, Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well and you had a nice start to your week. Although today, Tuesday, might be the start to your week if you had yesterday off, which I hope you did. Coming at you on behalf of the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update. It's Tuesday, October 15th, 2019. Almost halfway through the month, headed towards Halloween to wrap it up for the month. Coming at you with the six health and wellness pieces of information from the latest research and literature today. Going to look at menopausal night sweats and how they're linked to impaired thinking, cognitive component to that change of life. Researchers discover a new way that fat harms arteries in our health alert today. We don't want to harm those arteries, especially when it comes with that uh, component of uh, our diet or nutrition, perhaps. Low vitamin D levels may result in a shorter life, so good to check those vitamin D levels. Is extreme exercise bad for the brain? So, of course, moderation is key on the Daily Health Update we talk about quite often with diet, but even with your exercise, maybe there are limits to how hard we should push. Risk factors for stroke on the wellness and prevention front, and finally, chronic spinal pain and other chronic conditions. What does the Journal of Affective Disorders have to say about those? Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, because we're headed into a long stretch between now and the other set of holidays towards the end of the year and a change of season coming into winter, we want to keep the momentum going with our health and wellness and support our body to get through this journey of ours as we try to enjoy the end of the year. So staying plugged in between now and the end of December is vital in order to support your health and wellness and uh, we're going to help you do it and we're going to start today. So fresh start, uh, blank page and uh, opportunity to improve and support our health and wellness to the extent that you need or want to and that's why you're here today and you'll be back tomorrow as well as will I with your next daily health update. So congratulations for being here. For women with a history of breast cancer, the results of a new study suggest there's an association between more frequent night sweats and longer sleep duration and a subsequent decline in attention and cognitive skills. The lead author notes that this work presents novel insights into the influence of menopausal symptoms on cognitive performance among women with a history of breast cancer and raises the possibility that hot flash treatments could benefit cognition in these women through effects on sleep that from the North American Menopause Society, September 2019. So very targeted information today for those people going through some changes in their endocrine function. And uh, good to know that there are side effects and uh, basically what it comes down to is supporting yourself really well through your lifestyle, coming into those changes, through those changes, and after those changes. So good to seek out some professional guidance from a healthcare provider and a naturopath is a good place to start with some information in that respect if you haven't already. An analysis of blood and tissue samples from about 1,000 heart disease patients who had undergone cardiac surgery revealed that among obese heart disease patients, body fat surrounding the arteries tended to secrete high amounts of a protein called WNT5A. This protein appears to have a toxic effect within blood vessels that speeds the progression of plaque buildup in the arteries. The lead researcher notes that if we develop a treatment to switch off the production of WNT5A from the fat cells or block its effects on the blood vessel wall, then we may be able to neutralize obesity and prevent heart attacks and stroke. 
that from the Translational Medicine Journal, September 2019. So there's a way to perhaps support the negative side effects of having some of this uh, body fat affect the health and function of our arteries. So they're looking into the science behind that. However, the best strategy is to avoid and or try and recover ideal body function in those states where we've deviated and uh, there is a process to do that sometimes it's not easy but it can be done and our lifestyle factors will support us so good to try and get on top of that because we don't want to rely again on the science to save us we want to try and save ourselves as much as possible according to a study involving 78,000 Austrian adults Individuals with low vitamin D levels, less than 10 nanomoles per liter, were nearly three times more likely to die during the following 20 years than participants with adequate vitamin D levels, 50 nanomoles per liter. That from the European Association for the Study of Diabetes, September 2019. It's good to keep all our uh, body resources within normal limits, and in this case, vitamin D even should be kept within that healthy range that we know that our body requires, and when we do so, we have uh, more likely uh, the chance to live uh, the lifespan that we're supposed to, and less likely to die uh, before we're supposed to. I guess that sums it up nicely, but trying to keep those vitamin D levels within normal limits is a good strategy. In another study, researchers asked 37 male endurance athletes to either continue their usual training or increase their training by 40% a session over a three-week period. Using functional MRIs, the research team observed that athletes who exerted themselves to the point of exhaustion showed reduced activity in an area of the brain vital for making decisions. Furthermore, these participants appeared more impulsive in tests that evaluated financial decision-making, choosing immediate rewards instead of larger ones that would take greater time to achieve. The findings show that despite the benefits of endurance sports, excessive training can have negative effects on the brain. That from the current biology journal, September 2019. So it's good to have uh, the ability to strive to reach some goals when it comes to our athletics and our fitness, perhaps our exercise. We just want to make sure that we don't exhaust ourselves, and if we do so, it can have a negative impact on our physiology, including the brain. So moderation is sometimes key, and moderate training to extremes might be better than continuous training at extremes or pushing too hard on a regular basis. Our body does need time to recover, and we want to be cautious that we don't take more than we're able to give back. You can still see improvement and challenge yourself and be competitive, but uh, your training regimen and your strategy overall, even including your lifestyle, should be one that supports the uh, achievement of that optimum function and not uh, something that uh, detracts trying to attain it. So you want to have a good plan that you stick to and follow that includes rests and breaks and moderation because your body does deal better apparently in those ranges than it does at extremes. Surveys complete. Oh, sorry. The Cleveland Clinic reports that half of the 750,000 strokes that occur each year in the United States are preventable. Some potentially controllable risk factors for stroke include high blood pressure, smoking, high cholesterol, excessive alcohol consumption, and being overweight. The clinic points out that your doctor can evaluate your risk for stroke and help you control these risk factors. That again from the Cleveland Clinic, September 2019. So these are modifiable risk factors. Um, based because they are based on our uh, 
lifestyle so they are controllable we want to keep that blood pressure as close to ideal as we can we want to quit smoking eat properly to keep the cholesterol levels down avoid excess alcohol consumption and try to be close to our ideal body weight in which case we can cut uh, the risk for stroke significantly Surveys completed by over 28,000 adults revealed that 10% had either neck pain or back pain for longer than three months in the previous year. Of those reporting chronic neck or back pain, 71% had at least one other chronic condition, be it either physical or mental. That from the Journal of Affective Disorders, August 2019. So someone who seems to be dealing with long-term neck or back pain is more likely to have a concomitant or concurrent health condition either related to that back pain or completely separate and uh, just uh, as we've talked about before on the daily health update when we're dealing with one health problem and we leave it there for too long it probably somehow negatively affects the body's resources and uh, we're just more likely to succumb to a subsequent health problem which complicates matters further harder to recover from each when we have more than one going on so we want to be sure we try to address each of those to some recovery and uh, improvement so that we can move on to the next one and get better instead of getting worse over time. So get those chronic pain problems checked, decrease those modifiable risk factors for stroke and uh, watch out for your exercise. Do exercise but don't always push so hard. Get those vitamin D levels up into the normal range and uh, although we have science that can save us including ways to protect our arteries from excessive fat we want to try and avoid having to resort to support from that science so lifestyle factors should be at the top of our list and finally menopausal night sweats are linked to impaired thinking so we want to try and improve our midlife strategy as best we can good to talk with a healthcare provider to do so so it doesn't negatively affect our overall health and wellness bruce lee has your quote for today says don't get set into one form adapt it and build your own and let it grow be like water so like water we want to be able to adapt and flow and be pliable malleable um, but still uh, strong and uh, resilient and uh, you can do that today when it comes to your health and wellness you want to be able to go with the flow and uh, be open to change and improvement if necessary or at least be able to support the health and wellness level that you want to create be able to adapt is the key strategy in life and that's what your body is designed to do especially your nervous system because you live your life through your body and your nervous system the more adaptable you are the more likely you are to have a great experience every day So today, I hope you have that great experience. Go out and do your best to be your happy self. And of course, uh, we'll be back tomorrow on Wednesday to support your health and wellness journey so that you can have those great experiences. We look forward to chatting with you then. Have a wonderful day.